from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome to the celebration of the daily televised Mass. I am Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from the family of Louisa and Mike Dias. This Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Louisa, who passed away in November of 2017, and Mike, who passed away in January of 2016. Louisa would have celebrated her birthday today. May their souls and the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. And now as we prepare to celebrate this Eucharist, let us remember that we have a God of mercy and compassion, a God who led the Israelites through the Sinai wilderness and brought them to the promised land. God has brought us to the promised land through our baptism, through our confirmation, and on our journey has nourished us with the Eucharist. Let us ask this God of mercy and compassion to forgive us. You were sent to heal the contrite, Lord have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have, mercy. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who govern all things both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel at Shechem, and he spoke to the people and said, Revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods of your the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the god of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along the way that we went and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you, after having done you good. 
And the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem. Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and he took a large stone and he set it up there under the oak in the sanctuary of the Lord. Joshua said to all the people, See, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord that he spoke to us. Therefore it shall be a witness against you if you deal falsely with your God. So Joshua sent the people away to their inheritances. After all these things, Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. The word of the Lord. Thanks be God. take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. You are my inheritance, O Lord. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I keep the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. For you show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You are my inheritance, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, 
You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Little children were being brought to Jesus in order that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples spoke sternly to those who brought them, but Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For it is to such as these the kingdom of heaven belongs. Jesus laid his hands on the children and went on his way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> My dear people of God, last month, the Patriarch of Jerusalem, Pier Battista Pizzabella, celebrated Mass at the top of Mount Nebo in the church. Traditionally, this is the place where Moses died and was buried. He was not allowed to enter into the Promised Land. From Mount Nebo, on a clear day, if you look into the distance, you can see Jericho. It is towards Jericho that Joshua would lead the people of Israel into the Promised Land. The local people would be displaced and they would be given this land. That was their belief that God would help them. And now Joshua tells them, choose whether you are going to worship the God of Israel, the God of your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or are you going to choose the local gods of the people that are surrounding you? You might say, what a strange and odd choice to give to these people. Now imagine just for a moment that refugees have landed in Canada, whatever their reasons. It might be racial tension in their homeland. It might be polit uh, religious persecution. It might be ethnic strifing. Or it might be for the simple reason, Canada is the land of promise and opportunity. Whatever the reasons, they are here. And the prime minister goes up to them and says, choose whether you are going to obey the laws of the land, whether you are going to work for your own living and rather than depend on the country for handouts, whether you're going to respect the traditions and customs and value of Canadians within you, or you can choose to be repatriated to your homeland. And they would say, for goodness sake, why would we do that? All we have are the clothes on our body. Very often we have lost everything in this journey. We will obey the laws of Canada. We will respect the laws of the customs of the people. We will work hard. And very often they do. It's one or two that are exception. It's the next, second, and third generation that we have to be bothered about. 
Now we go back to the people of Israel. They are what we would call Generation X. They have been born during the Exodus experience. Most of their parents and grandparents who came from the exile have died during the journey. What do they know of God? They only know of God as a God that was provident, a God that cared for them, a God that led them during the night with a pillar of cloud, uh, fire and during the day with a pillar of cloud a God who fed them with manna from heaven, bread from heaven, and quail in the evenings, a God who gave them water out of a rock when it was pure wilderness and desert, a God who fought with them against the Amalites. Of course, they would say, we are going to obey this God. So why did Joshua even give them that opportunity? Well, Joshua was a realist. He realized people are going to live among the local people. They're going to fall in love. They're going to obey, see the traditions. And they're going to be envious of the traditions. They were a people yearning for God, but they had no temple to pray. They had only an itinerant priest who would offer sacrifice as the time went on. And they looked at the locals and they had beautiful temples, incense, a strange language, everything that was mysterious, they would be attracted. And so Joshua puts that question and they said to Joshua, we will obey the law. And Joshua warns them, he said, look, you cannot make these empty promises because God is a jealous God and God will seek vengeance if you do disobey him. What have you to do? All you have to do is to keep the commandments you have to keep the Sabbath sacred, and you have to welcome the foreigner because he is a part of your community just as you are foreigners in this chosen land. And they said, we will obey. That same promise that God made to the Israelites are made to you and me in our own given time. We too have to obey the laws of the Lord. We too have to keep the Sabbath sacred. We have to welcome the foreigner and the refugee, but there is something more. We have to be able to forgive those who have hurt us, pray for those who have injured us. This is the command of Jesus, and he has asked us to do that. And you know that we can do it because on this journey, the same God that worked with the people of Israel during the Exodus is working with us. We have the Eucharist to nourish us on our way. We have times, we don't have to offer sacrifices for our sins. We have the beautiful sacrament of reconciliation. We have a priest, not the itinerant priest according to the order of Levite, but a priest according to the order of Melchizedek, a priest in the name like Jesus, a priest forever. They offer prayers for us before God and, before, and for God's people. What a wonderful thing indeed. God is calling us to himself. And so is Jesus in our readings today. Suffer little children to come unto me. We can only understand this beautifully in light of what we read in chapter 18. When Jesus speaks about the naivety and the trust that a little child will place in anybody, they don't make a discernment between good and bad. And Jesus says that same trust you and I have to place before God.
Well, the apostles don't get it. And they just think that these children are wearisome. They should be taken away. And Jesus says, no, let them come unto me because of such is the kingdom of God. We are not called to be childish, but we are called to be childlike, to trust in a God who loves and cares for us. God bless you all. Join me now as we pray together. <clears throat> for all those in our daily televised mass community and their, whose names are in the prayer intention book, we pray to the Lord. For families, for peace in the times of blessing and difficulty, protection for children, and respect for the elderly and the vulnerable, we pray to the Lord. For our sponsors, the family of Louisa and Mike Dias, and for the repose of the souls of Louisa and Mike, and for our own relatives who have gone before us in the sign of peace, we pray to the Lord. For an increase of vocations to priestly and religious life, to bless, for blessings on married couples who during the month of June, July, August will be getting into marriage. And finally, for the single people within our faith community, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, we lift all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness, we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and good of all holy church. Grant us, O Lord, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries, for whenever the memorial of the sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy. Through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, Jesus stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and all the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy. 
God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Francis our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, all the clergy and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. Remember Louisa, remember Mike, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, his spouse, with blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life <clears throat> and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever.
At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share with one another a sign of this peace and friendship. the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Pour on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread, one in mind and heart, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
The Mass has been celebrated. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.